TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTMobile.com. 323 The Fan, Jonathan Peeland. Thank you so much for coming on with me this Saturday. What's going on? Duke of the Knee Jerk. What's up, man? Duke of the Knee Jerk, the king of Kool Aid, G Bush himself, <laughs> is here. And uh, as I'm, I, we're getting ready. For the Kansas City Chiefs, um, I could I could feel the excitement level. Now we worked the Browns tailgate together for such a long time. I think it was five years. We put a lot of good work in, and I remember you used to always sit here and you used to say, "G. Bush, you 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 seem like you feel good about this this thing today." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I feel I'm optimistic right now." The Kool Aid was being drank. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling that way against the Kansas City Chiefs today, and I know it's a preseason game, but tell me I'm crazy um, for just feeling like this is a barometer if there was a barometer in the preseason. Is that a thing? I love that you're getting excited for it, by the way. I think that like, that's the best part to me. I, you know, I did five hours last night, and I just I didn't get the sense that people were jacked up. I didn't get the, the sense that people were like thrilled. Like, like, like The preseason game's coming. We're all going to watch it, but I didn't get the sense that people were, you know, chomping or champing at the bit, whichever you say, in order to see this thing happen. Like, and, and I was, I was kind of surprised. All week long, G. Bush, we should have been talking about this preseason game. We tried to get it get going last night. You're going to get more offensive snaps than we've ever seen uh, from this Browns offense. And I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see people feeling in the same way you feel about it right now you, you're jacked up you're ready to go yeah like you know I do you get see because you talk to the people five days a week right so you, mm-hmm. you have a little you have a little more pulse and you understand what's going on at the ground level like do people understand that this is the best team that the Cleveland Browns have had like do, do they kind of understand that they, they're sort of a, I I don't know I think they're I think they're tepid about that right it's funny because I've been saying eleven wins for three months now, and I've been telling I've been saying the same thing you've been saying. Then, like, I had no idea you think this is one of the best teams the Browns have had in a long time. I love that mentality though because I'm right there with you. There's like, oh man, G. Bush, we'd have a lot of fun in these pregames this year because we're both we're both drinking the Kool Aid, aren't we? Oh, this is, we, we, listen, this is a great we, team. We ready to go. They got it. Think about it. They have. If you were if you were a coach, right, and and, and we've been in, and you know you've you've been, I I think Jonathan Peterlin, if I can give him a compliment, I don't even know if it's a compliment, but he does the best coach search shows in the world. Like if you if if if, if the Browns need a coach and they're looking for a coordinator, oh Peterlin is on it. Like he he'll give you five hours on the ins and outs of finding a new head coach, and you'd be like, man, I'm excited <laughs> about all these candidates. These guys are gonna be beautiful, but. I mean, but for me, 
I'm, I'm looking at this roster and, and up and down, and if you're a coach, you got to be excited. You you have everything in the cupboard. You got a quarterback. You got the running game. You got a franchise uh, 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 game record out there on, on the defensive end position. You got a really good D line. You got three solid, very good corners. You got and you got really good coordinators. What what more could Kevin Stefanski want? Yeah, and I think the the interesting part is the conversations that we've been having, G. Bush, for this preseason. It's not like they came out of nowhere. It's just you couldn't fix everything, right? Like when I bought a house, they told me, they said, and you just recently bought a house too, so you get this. Yes. Anybody come up to you and tell you, uh, hey, there's always going to be something that's, that's wrong? Like you're just you're gonna try fixing things, but like something's <laughs> all. You're, it's never gonna be perfect. The thing about owning a house, there's always something that's wrong. But you ha- you enjoy it better when it's like, hey, uh, I need a light bulb change, as opposed to my whole basement is flooded. Right now, we got a couple things still. Right, Kate York is still an issue. Jed Will's still an issue. Those are tiny things relative to uh, watching like the Falcons game last year with you. And we watched Arthur Smith run the ball 14 straight times because oh we could not stop the run. Like, I'll take a kicker problem over uh, having Mr. Magoo on the defensive line any day of the week. I, look, yes. I, I couldn't agree. Uh, I, I, there's a way you say that. It says, I could agree more. Is that the way you say it? Because I think we mess it up all the time. Either way. I thought you had it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, but, no, no, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, the thing, the analogy about the house is spot on, like, you know, even when you get it all fully furnished and even when it looks like you're always thinking about something like else that needs to be done. And it's mm-hmm. and it's I, I don't like that. Like, I'm just like I, there's no there is never a finished state. There is always a state of something is either changing or you need to move with something. But as long as, long as you have the bear and the pillars down and, and, and the roof isn't leaking and. Your, light, your your electrical circuits are still working and, and you're good and your you know garage is, is okay. All right, cool. We can live with that. Uh, but Kate York is one of those light bulbs that has been flickering, and I don't know why. And so it, it makes me think that it's an electrical problem, but it's really maybe a light bulb. I don't know. I, is it that big of a problem for you? Do you think it's the, just a light bulb with Kate York, or do you think this is a, a sign of something bigger where you might have to bring an electrician in? Uh, I mean, we might have to bring an electrician in, but for right now, I, I, all things considered, I would take a Kate York issue over just about anything else. And people are like, oh, the kicking game, it matters so much. No, it matters a lot. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'd rather have a, a, a game come down to the kicker as opposed to a game not even come close to coming down to a kicker because we couldn't stop a run. You know, like there's, there's layers to this, I think. Let me ask you about this. Because you know, you know, there's a player I used to be obsessed with, Roberto Aguayo. Remember him, the yes. Florida State kicker? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to be obsessed with Roberto Aguayo. Uh, at, at one point, ESPN put him on like the Mount Rushmore of special teams players of all time. I used to think he was great. He was, he was one of the best kickers you've ever seen, and he was just awesome. And he got one year. He kicked 71% of his kicks. Cade York last year kicked 75% of his kicks, right? Roberto Aguayo was taken in the second round. He got one year, and then in preseason game number one the following year, he missed a single kick, G. Bush, and he was cut. That was it. Now, I don't know. Maybe they were more ruthless a few years ago than what they currently are, but I think it's amazing that they were so willing to be like, all right, guess you're just you, – you, you can't make that leap from college to the NFL. One of the greatest kickers of all time in the college game. 
got one season putting up very comparable numbers to Cade York, and he was gone and never got to kick again in the NFL. Not once. Uh, Meanwhile, Cade York is still out here. Uh, it, to me, it's baffling. I know you like your picks. It's not like you took Sebastian Janikowski. Uh, mm-hmm. even, even the kid from Georgia, Blankenship, who they thought was pretty good. He's there you go. The, he's, he's on the street. Like, you, you know, they, there's really no really room for kickers missing multiple kicks, and especially the way Kate York look, looks like in his eyes. In his eyes, I'm just like, he has no confidence he's hitting this. Now, to me, kickers are more like, uh, I would say, and you could be a, a, a kicking whisperer because you are a bowler, right? Now, um, if you lose confidence – and your ball placement on the lanes, especially going from lane to lane, it's almost like going from stadium to stadium kicking. You know, when you lose, have you ever lost your confidence in, in where you're throwing the ball or in up there thinking it too much? Yeah, I, mean, I think anyone that's done any sort of sport, right? Now, I golf way more than I ball these days, so I'm thinking like tin cup style. When you just when you lose it, you <laughs> lose it. And that happens all the time. It happens way more in golf than it ever did in bowling. But I'm a much worse golfer than I was a bowler. I just I'm looking at Cade York and I just I G Bush I don't understand I don't understand the the problem that I have with the whole Cade York discussion is you've been out to training camp the way I've been out to training mm-hmm. camp it it looks different oh, and I think that yeah. the hang up the hang up that a guy Terry Pluto on earlier in the week Terry's like I've never seen a Browns kicker that looks like this like Phil Dawson didn't look like this Phil Dawson was way more accurate but Phil Dawson didn't look like this his kicks are different. And I know exactly what he's talking about because they do. They sound and they look different. But I think that's the only difference. The only difference there. He's making every kick in practice. When you watch him in person, you think there's something special there. Where, like, when I go back to guys like we've been talking about, like Rodrigo or like Roberto Aguayo, why everyone could see even in practice they were missing these kicks. So I think there's something about that that they can't give up on. But I don't, I don't get it. Like if, if you had like, – let's just, let's just use our own jobs, right? Would you put your own job on the line based off of Cade York? No. Not a chance. I'd be like, uh, no, I, I like my job too much. I'm not putting my line and my job on the line for whether or not Cade York can hit kicks. Not a chance. Yeah, it's almost like <laughs> you, you never let the call screener screw you up. Like, like listen, at the end of the, end of the day, listen, we love you to death, but just, you only got to just ask who it is, right? You know, that's it. Don't get me, don't get me canceled out here, right? You know, cancel be out here tough. Now, let me ask you this question a little bit about, uh, you know, not only that we want to get to, I, I want to get to the defense because I don't know. I found my, I find myself. Um, because there, at one point in time, a couple of years ago, we talked ourselves into the Browns being a top five defense because Joe Woods told us he's going to use all these multiple safeties and do all this stuff. And, and then we found out that he couldn't get lined up or do anything actually decent or stop the run. Uh, this year, as I look at Jim Schwartz and look, gone through the you know top to bottom and what they've done, I, I, I'm amazed at how they've transformed the defensive line. And I'm amazed in how good the twos and threes and fours look running this system. Am I crazy for being almost more excited to watch the defense than offense? No, I don't think you're crazy for that. Oh, actually, I love that take. You mean for today you're more excited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that take. because I I, So I believe in Watson to such a high degree that I don't really – what he does today isn't going to make or break anything for me. It really isn't. But I love the idea of watching the defense against Mahomes. I think that's fantastic. 
Um, Joe Woods did a number on us, and I think you made him public enemy number one. <laughs> you give me too much credit. <laughs> I think I think that one falls on your shoulders, and I think it was a good pull. I think it was perfect for you. Um, I so you love you love Jim Schwartz then, right? I need I love this turn for you being the the guy that I mean because you're a defensive guy at the heart. Oh. And so you just ripping Joe Woods into the ether on a week-in, week-out basis until he got shoved out the door. I was curious to find out what you think of Jim Schwartz, but I've been seeing some things with you, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh you, you, you're, you're a fan oh, of Jim Schwartz. Uh, listen, Jim Schwartz. So at, in college, I, was, I, I went from in high school playing in the textile defense, got to college, and they were like, we're going to run 3-4, and you're going to move laterally and keep – keep guys off the linebackers. And I'm like, but your linebackers aren't good. <laughs> like, and I was, I was confused what they were doing. And I would ask, and, it was, and they're like, who is this kid from Canton, Ohio? Who I'm like, listen, you have linebackers from like these small little division four schools. And I'm like, bro, we're going to get, we're going to get murdered out here. Like, and so then we went like one ten, and, and we went literally. We went one and ten, and I was like, "Well, what did you think?" I told you the first the first day we're gonna get murdered doing that. And they were like, "Who is this kid again?" So then we went to a, an attack style defense, and then we 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 started changing. We started being ranked in the top twenty five and 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 stopping the run. We still couldn't stop the pass, but that's an old story. But we <laughs> we short one thing up, right? You couldn't run the ball, and so when you look at Joe Woods, the fact that all you all they want to do is they want to angle themselves to, to be on a certain track. Um, they want to get wide, and they don't care what, 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 what uh, you know, plays you're running. Like, if you want to double-team me to the next level or if you want to pull somebody or you want to run zone or gap schemes and all that other stuff, they don't care what the play is. My goal is the same, to be disruptive, stay on my track, and to get after the quarterback and get after and cause much pain and, and, and pressure as you can. And so you're going to see this year, Peter Lynn, that Miles mm-hmm. Garrett, like when, when coach says, is it, does it seem like Miles has been in the backfield uh, more than, uh, than usual? And he, he said, well, that's because he is in the backfield every play. It, you're going to see that, and it's going to be the funnest I've ever seen people. Wa- you're going to watch the Browns and say, wow, I can't believe this is the Browns. This just does not seem like them. I'm excited. I'm, and I'm also excited for, for Miles Garrett to have more of an impact then, too. From what you're talking about right there, I, I was thinking, I was on uh, the, the TJ Watt. I saw the stat with TJ Watt the other day. TJ Watt last year, when the Steelers had him on the field, I'm not just talking win loss record, which was way different as well. The difference, though, was about like 60 total yards each game. That was like a massive number. Like you, could, you could honestly see the difference. And I feel like sometimes Browns fans, we get caught up in the idea where, like, oh, well, Miles Garrett is just. All he ever does is just go after the quarterback and go for the sack. And if he doesn't get the sack, then it just is what it is. I'd love to see Miles do more. Do more from that yes. side of the ball where you're you're seeing him wreck things in other ways. Yeah, dragging a ball carrier down from behind, hitting the guy, almost taking the hand off, things like that. That and and I think a lot of people what people were talking about, Jonathan, is like, hey, we want we I think there's another level for Miles Garrett. You know how everybody was like yeah, everything's good, but I think he could get, you know, be more. Yeah, this, more this is it. how he wins defensive player of the year right here. Yes. This is it. This that that's that next little little little, little nugget that, that you couldn't gonna get this year. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um 
How good of a coach do you think Coach Stefanski is? Because I because I think this year we'll find this year we'll find out. He I, I, it's fascinating that he can go from a guy who can be gone after week six if this if it's a disaster, but he can be a guy that can be one of the first uh, you know head coaches that gets a second contract with the Browns. I think he's Kyle Shanahan White in that he can get basically any quarterback to be good. He had Jacoby Brissett good last year. He got Case Keenum good. Like, he can get any quarterback good. Now, what does he do when he's given the keys to the Lambo? That's got to be the question, right? What's he? And, and this is why I have, I have no issues, and I think Deshaun Watson's going to be awesome this year, G. Bush, is because it's based off that idea. Like If we use what he did with Brissett last year as mm-hmm. the starting point, I think it's all going to work out for Stefanski when it comes to Deshaun Watson. But the only worry I would have in this is that there is a scenario out there, and this is honestly, this is where I, I, I'm, I'm fearful of, even though I think we're going to win 11, 12 games somewhere in that area. This is what I'm fearful of, is the idea that you could have Watson look good, because I don't think Stefanski can mess that up. I really don't. But then the AFC is so good that you need the other parts of the ball. Like last year, you watched, like Joe Woods, he, he just let Joe Woods do whatever he wanted to do on the defense yep. and didn't coach anything. I think it'll be fine because Jim Schwartz has been a head coach, and that's why they hired him, because they have someone that he can just kind of stick over there and take care of the defense. But you can't have all sides of the ball, both sides of the ball, excuse me, not work. So I, I, that's the part I'm worried about, like the other things when it comes to Safansky. I know he knows how to coach quarterbacks. I know he knows how to coach an offense. It's how does he how does he be something better than a glorified offensive coordinator? That's what I need to see out of Stefanski. That's the part that I think we still got questions on. You know, before we let you go, I have to say this, man. Shout out to Jonathan. If you have not caught his show, uh, Seven to Midnight, make you you're doing yourself a disservice. Like people don't understand, it is so difficult to keep people's mind engaged, and you do a great job on that show, just keeping guys engaged. Um, and to be truthful, I don't say this a lot, but like, you know, you've continued to get better. Like usually, you you know, people as a host, you just are what you are, but I've I've listened to you uh, a a ton of times and and driving around and doing other things, and and my wife Rosie listens to you, by the way. She's a sports (laughs) star junkie. So she says, you know, so you've always, you've added new layers to your game, so I just want to give you your flowers. If you have not checked out his show, 7 to Midnight, you, you got to do so. Thank you, G. Bush. I appreciate you. Is Rosie, Rosie's a fan? She listens to Overtime? Yeah, oh, she listens, listen, she listens to, like, she doesn't turn the station off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. Like, she listens in the morning when she goes to work, and she's always running around. She goes to the grocery store a lot. She just, she's there a lot. So Yeah, always at that. Me too. I'm yeah. always at the grocery store. She, she's finding new grocery stores, but she, she told How do you me, know what else is new if you don't ever go? Facts. You just don't. You know, you don't. Jonathan, we got to do it again soon. Uh, we appreciate you, and then we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, g Tune TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. 
Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.